0: Welcome to the Stat Pad Show. I'm your host Weston Eric, and today we're going to be starting off talking about Joe Ingles being traded to the Blazers. Joe Ingles has he tore his ACL, and Utah's trying to get something in return for him to try and compete right now. They traded him to uh, the Blazers and traded two second-round picks for Alexander Walker and Juancho Hernan Gomez from the Spurs. The Spurs get Thomas Zadaransky and a second-round pick, and the Blazers get Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and a second-round pick. I don't understand this for the Blazers. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I thought, was the future in... I thought possibly he'd be the future in Portland, but apparently not. I understand this for Utah trying to get something for pretty much nothing. At this point, Joe Ingles wasn't worth a whole lot to them this year. Actually, he was worth nothing. He's going to be an expiring contract, trade him now, and get something for him. It's possible that Joe Ingles could go back to Utah next season, um, in free agency, which I actually see as a, I see a great possibility of that happening. This works out for the Trailblazers because they get Elijah Hughes, who isn't much of a player, but they get a second-round pick. the The big thing about this is Joe Ingles being an expiring contract. They get an expiring contract to try and get a big free agent. Um in free agency next year, but I just don't see that happening because why would anyone want to play for Portland? It's not a big market team and they're not a very good a very good team either. Um Utah also gets Quancho Hernan Gomez, who he hasn't been very good this season, only averaging one point four points per game this year um and three rebounds. But in Minnesota he was he was he was pretty good in Minnesota, but since then he hasn't been very good and before and before that he wasn't very good. So then you have the Spurs who trade a guy who doesn't mean a whole lot to them to get Thomas Adoransky. Um And a second-round pick. Thomas Adoransky, I think, is a decent player. I remember him from from the Bulls. And he was was very good coming off the bench. This season, he's averaging about three points, um, two assists, and two rebounds. Which is pretty good, considering he's only playing 15 minutes per game. The points, I wish, would be up for him, but the trade doesn't mean a lot to me except for Nikhil Alexander-Walker. He is the big piece in this for me. The the Jazz get a 13-point-per-game score in exchange for two seconds and a guy who's not playing. Joe Ingles, when he was playing, averaged a- averaged seven points this year. And uh, three and a half assists. For Portland, it helps them because they get some draft capital and an expiring contract, and a guy who he's just not great. could he's young, so there's that, but that's about it. For the Spurs, they get Thomas Sadaransky and a second. And for Port and for Utah, they get a young, I, I believe, up-and-coming player, and and Juanchen Hernan Gomez, who I don't think is going to do much for them, considering they're a contender. I think he'll he probably won't play all that much. Who do I think won this trade? I think Utah did. They get Nikhil Alexander Walker, who I think is the best player in this in this trade, and if they they use Juan chin Hernan Gomez correctly, I think he could be a very good player and be a piece to a possible championship run. Next up, we're going to be talking about who's going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday. In the Super Bowl, we have the Bengals and the Rams. Offensively, they're very similar teams. Uh, the Bengals average twenty-seven point one points per game, and as do the Rams. Defensively, they're very close. The Rams average twenty-one, only allow twenty-one point nine points per game, to the Bengals twenty-two point one. But if I'm being honest, when I when I watch the Bengals, I think their offense is better than when I watch the Rams. When I watch the Rams, I think their defense is better than the Bengals. The, the Bengals, I will give the edge on offense. But on defense, I have to give the Rams the edge. They have Jalen Ramsey at corner. They have Aaron Donald. And they have Von Miller. That team is going to be unstoppable. My only concern for the Rams is their offense. And if Matthew Stafford is able to, if he has the experience to play well in these high-pressure games. In Detroit, he didn't win a playoff game. And with the Rams, he's he hasn't lost. I don't know when or if he's ever going to have problems in the playoffs. I don't know if in the Super Bowl he's going to throw a few interceptions when he shouldn't and lose it. So Matthew Stafford, I believe, is the X-factor in the Super Bowl. The Bengals, the offensive line is the X-factor. How is that offensive line going to protect Joe Burrow? Against Tennessee, who I don't believe has a great defense, they allowed nine sacks against against the Chiefs they held up to be able to beat the Chiefs if they can play how they did against the Chiefs or better I think the Bengals will be able to beat the Rams unfortunately I don't see that happening I hope the Bengals are able to win and that's who I'm hoping is going to win but I have to pick the Rams it's in LA that doesn't mean a whole lot considering they don't have a lot of fans But I see the Rams winning this. I'm cheering for the Bengals, and Joe Burrow, he's going to play, I believe, out of his mind like he has in every other playoff game he's played. But I just see the Rams' defense being too much for that offensive line to protect Joe Burrow, and I see the Rams winning the Super Bowl. And finally, we're going to be talking about the potential of a James Harden-Ben Simmons trade. The NBA trade deadline is tomorrow, and there's rumors that James Harden is going to be traded to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons and some other pieces. First of all, I don't see this happening ben simmons has not played at all this season i don't see his stock being nearly high enough to get james harden and even if it was what what is there to that philadelphia would be willing to trade to get james harden let's say ben simmons even last season there's rumors that he's going to get traded before he was upset And they're thinking, oh, we'll trade him for Ben Simmons. They didn't accept the trade at the time. They didn't accept the terms. I don't see, now that Ben Simmons isn't worth as much, and James Harden being worth possibly more, I don't see it working out that they're able to make a trade work. It Philadelphia is going to want to trade Ben Simmons. I don't see why the Nets would want Ben Simmons. It just does not make sense to me. The only way I could see this happening is they get Ben Simmons, who is a star, and a lot of very good role players as well, and some picks back that they lost to Houston. (laughs) But... Philadelphia's picks aren't worth as much as I believe the Nets picks the Nets are all in they're all in on a championship right now and I don't see it working out that they're able to trade James Harden and it works out for them if they get Ben Simmons because then they have a future even after Kevin Durant and Kyrie leave (sighs) I would say the chances of this a trade like this happening tomorrow today is five percent I only see a five percent chance of this happening I don't see Philadelphia being willing to trade the pieces that they have to to get James Harden and I don't see the Nets wanting to trade James Harden I think the team works very well when all healthy and you can't say that Ben Simmons would be more healthy than James Harden because he's not Ben Simmons has had a plethora of injuries during his career that I don't see this making sense for either team the only reason this would make sense for the Nets would be to help out their future considering they traded all their future away to the Rockets to get James Harden but I would say the chance of this happening would be about five percent That was the StatPad Show. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.